Excelsior. That was good. I like that. <laughs> I like how you throw a little uh, little extra into those, you know? I just say the word. I want to see what Brent's going to come up with, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I have to work on my uh, voiceover reel because oh, we yeah. got that that um, General Mills or <laughs> <laughs> movie serial icon. That's right. Uh, Cinematic uh, Universe film. coming up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I, I've got to work on on these different voices, you know. Absolutely, man. Listen, uh, I guess we're 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 kind of into this. So uh, that is an article that I sent you that there's going to be an actual like serial monster thing and I, I movie universe, and I, I think that you will that into existence, much like any of the RC Cola stuff. Uh, well, from the show. yeah. So it's it's just something about the show, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, we're, no. we're manifesting this. It's... We we should really start talking about becoming rich. And, yeah. you know, maybe something I, like that, something that directly benefits us. I like money. I have a yeah. little. I keep it in the jar in my fridge. I want more money. That's where you in come in, fridge. General Mills. Just to make sure it stays fresh. I don't know. It's for the wedding singer. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, I think that you, I think there's something here. I think this is a, a magical podcast. Um mm-hmm. That for some reason uh, did not get me get many listeners over the the two years we've been doing this because uh, or the whatever year we've been doing this because mm-hmm. um, it needed to keep it low key so that it could expand these things out into the world. You know, it could bring RC Cola, it could bring uh, Count Chocula and and Booberry to the screens that we've all been clamoring for. You know, it's like we did that. This podcast, Brent, is magical, <laughs> right? Again, much like Loki. Yeah, what you mentioned no. shortly. <laughs> Don't think I didn't hear it. <laughs> you know I want to. I tried to buzz right past it. You got me. Second of all, um, the there there was a uh, an event in in Tulsa yesterday mm-hmm. that my wife went to, and it was a um, it's called uh, an affair of the heart or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. a bunch of old like vintage stuff uh, is thrown <laughs> <laughs> into this expo center. Mm-hmm. And uh, people can go out there and and uh, buy whatever they want. It's like a um, there's this thing called Vintage Market Days. It's kind uh-huh. of similar where gotcha. there's like reclaimed furniture that's <clears throat> reworked and and sold and everything. My wife loves that stuff, mm-hmm. so she goes out there yesterday and she sends me a picture of something, and I told her to buy it immediately. Oh wow! So my uh, uh, my dad is a big fan of like vintage coca-cola mm-hmm. stuff sure um and uh, we'll we'll buy that for him every once in a while we bought him these like old wooden coca-cola crates mm-hmm. and whatnot but um uh this this was something for me <laughs> which was in fact an what? rc cola oh my God. crate that is uh, awesome yeah i don't know what i'm going to do with it yet but sure. uh god damn it i've I've got it, yep. and uh, it's truly the only thing that matters in life. That is pretty exciting stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. That so, was good. You know what? <laughs> You're like... These things happen. How much is it? $100? $1,000? Offer him $10,000. I need it in my life. <laughs> it says $20 on the sticker. <laughs> no, 1000 We don't want it to go away. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? I don't know yet. I just need it. Nobody I else seems it. interested. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling the bank We're putting a second mortgage on this house he said 15 would be fine nope offer him more he's playing the game <laughs> he's got you right where he wants you <laughs> I don't know how haggling works is this, is this right uh, that's awesome though man very cool yeah. Um, man yeah that's that's exciting stuff see 
It's it is. It's truly everywhere. exciting. Everywhere in the world. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> wow, somebody got a, a crate, oh. an old crate that no one uses uh, for a uh, soda that uh, is very hard to find. So yep. cool for that guy, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Go, Brent. <laughs> well, that's rad. I'm excited. Yeah. That's what's important. So Exactly. Yeah. Also absolutely. excited about the General Mills monster film franchise. Don't do that of anything, but this one I'm actually weirdly excited about. I mean, after you've talked about it so much, I feel like uh, yeah. this is what the world needs right now. So, I'm Frankenberry. See? Whoa, save the audition for the tape. Oh, okay. Bro. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Or is, that, is this it? Is this the tape? Are we sending this in? Oh, we can't we can't send any episode of the podcast anywhere. <laughs> Actually, uh, we should probably delete these. Right. They're they're pretty bad to have online. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the only reason we put them on iTunes and and uh, other podcast services is just so you and I have the ability to go back and download and listen to yeah. them uh-huh. years at from any now. time. Yeah, yeah. We pay we pay the money just for ourselves <laughs> to be able to download later on. It makes sense. Yeah, that's the easiest way to do anything. <laughs> well, well, Brent, are we are we doing it officially? I think so. I think we're in. I feel like it right now. All right, cool. Yeah. So uh, we're doing it. I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Hi. Thanksgiving edition. Not mm. really. We're not going to talk about much for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but it is later this week, so you know yeah. what? Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Turkey gobble. <laughs> Thanksgiving is not like a holiday you really get into, right? You just go and eat, and that's it. There's like not much to it, so yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's coming up. They should really call uh, the day after Thanksgiving instead of Black Friday. They should call it Brown Friday. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm making a lot of poop on on Thursday. <laughs> it's making a lot of poop. <laughs> I want to. I I don't want to know, but I do want to know the statistics on that of uh, Americans. Um, our plumbers called a lot more. Thanksgiving and oh. the day after, you know, are, yeah. uh, is there a, a, a great, <laughs> not just like all the turkeys are gone from the store, but what about toilet paper? People need to know, mm-hmm. you know, was there a rush on that as well? And people will count for the, the excess of food. Uh, here, let me look it up. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I just, uh, oh, wow. looked up the stats and, uh, yeah, those Charmin bears are working overtime. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Horrible conditions. Yeah. You, you thought Amazon was bad. <laughs> that was Charmin another bears. thing is uh we were uh talking about amazon on the last episode and then this uh, week it's just things went uh straight down the shitter yeah. like amazon had, had been known for uh having shitty business practices for a while uh, but yeah. especially this, this past week <laughs> we were, with, we were with talking what? about letting them become our overlords uh oh yeah and then uh doing prime immigration and uh oh, yeah. and this past week it was just like oh wow they they split their <laughs> they took their, the idea sinners <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they yeah. really ran with it you um, know what? that's another thing we manifested uh we're sorry <laughs> we did this this amazon <laughs> amazon headquarters search yeah. and all that mm-hmm. um yeah it's weird it's like uh, man it's like i've never hated something i love so much you mm-hmm. know it's like uh, i'm like just don't be evil and i'll give you some money and you give me a lot of services cool but then they're like, all right, but what if we just do a little evil? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens, but I don't know. I'm, not, I'm still keeping my Amazon account for now, you know. We're going to do a little bit of evil, but it is the biggest little evil that we can. Okay. Is that cool? There's a lot of words there, so I feel like overall it was pretty good. Yeah. It's not a lot. That's fine. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, I feel pretty good about that, Dan. Yeah. Trust and done. And we are firing off the nukes. What? 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 (laughs) Amazon nukes. (laughs) Wait, what? How quickly can they get here? Oh, very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Just you wait. (laughs) One hour shipping. (laughs) Interesting. I never thought we'd go there. Um, No, yeah. Yeah, well, so, so Brent, um, uh, an event happened this week, a very sad event. Uh, yes. A long life lived. Would you like to discuss? Uh, yes, I would. So we just recently lost the, the great Stan Lee, a.k.a. Stanley Lieber. And, um, man, that happened the day before the episode went up, which was the day after oh. we recorded. So uh. <laughs> this is, uh, we kind of got uh, caught in between there. Real cool, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying to prop you up here. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so uh, it, was a, it was a sad day, but it was yeah. something that we all kind of expected in mm-hmm. a way because he was, uh, he was 95 when he passed. So he yeah. lived a nice long life. Um, his For wife sure. passed the year before, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, and uh, yeah, he was just a, uh, a big figure, not just in comics and mm. entertainment, but in pop culture altogether. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I wasn't, um, uh, I, I wasn't too broken up about it until, mm-hmm. like, I really, like, like, it took a while to hit me, I sure. guess. yeah. And, um, I was listening to, um, uh, the renamed Fat Man Beyond podcast. Yeah, I listened to a little <laughs> of that episode, yeah. Did you? Okay. Uh-huh. Where, uh, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin were, uh, were talking about Stan Lee, and it was, like, two hours worth of mm. Stanley talk essentially. And there were times when Kevin would be talking and I call him Kevin. Uh, and, uh, he would, he would be talking and you would hear him like tear up and whatnot. Yeah, so uh-huh. when he would do that, I would like, I would like, Oh my God, it's, <laughs> Don't it's, lose it's, it. it's too real. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Marvel put out this, um, this video, um, about, uh, it was like a five minute video, mm. uh, honoring Stanley. And as I was watching that, I, you know, it got a little bit misty as mm. well, but, uh, but yeah, man, what a, what a career, what a life. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so, so I've got some, some stats here on yeah. Stanley, right? Oh, please. Yeah. Welcome to pop culture combat. Uh, Stanley, <laughs> no. <laughs> St- Stanley versus Jesus. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm siding with one of them. You, <laughs> like not going to be, not going to be hard decision for me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just, just for some pers- uh, perspective, um, at the time, um, let's, let's go back to, you know, the, the thirties and forties real quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. So during that time in comics, the biggest characters at that time were Superman, who was, um, created in 1938, Batman in 39, and then Wonder Woman in 1941. Mm-hmm. And those characters were around for a couple of decades before Stan Lee mm. came out with his first major like superhero creation um, in 1961, which was the Fantastic Four. So you've got, you know, from the date or the year that Wonder Woman was published, you've got a 20-year period mm-hmm. where there's not really a whole lot of competition. It's just people are printing out comics, and that's pretty much it. Um, in 61, Stan published Fantastic Four, and that essentially started the Marvel Universe. So he also created Spider-Man, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Doctor Strange, the Black Panther, that's the crazy. Avengers, uh, the X-Men, Nick Fury, Daredevil, all the supporting cast for those characters, other mainstream characters as well. But yeah. um, it's just he co-created 
all those characters, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. And man, that was all within like a 10 to 12 year period where mm-hmm. he was a writer. After that, he moved on to being the editor and then the um, publisher for mm-hmm. Marvel and uh, didn't do a whole lot of writing for comics, you know, after that, after like 72 to 74 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a lot of just like creativity packed into a decade plus, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And these characters have endured and remained around for all that time, really hitting prominence here in like the 2000s mm-hmm. uh, with the the characters being adapted to film and, and television and whatnot. But um, it's just really a lot of um, create creativity involved and, and uh, whatnot. Um, so <laughs> I've got, sorry, I've got notes here that uh, I wrote in super light pencil that it's <laughs> difficult to read. So, um, in his comics, when he would write them, he would jazz up the creators a little bit, like instead of just the um, artist name and then pencils or whatever, he would put um, drawn by Jack the King Kirby um, mm. or Jazzy John Romita or Magnificent Marie Severin, etc. So it it gave a spotlight to those creators a little yeah. bit more than if you were to read you know, a, a different comic book, it would just... Sometimes it may not have creator names in there at all. But, yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, he put a put a spotlight on them. Um, he also uh, established that Marvel published the quote-unquote cool comics. Like, mm-hmm. you were part of a club if you read Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. Um, Stan would have these columns in Marvel where he would, either at the, the end letter page, he would talk directly to the reader and uh, made it seem like you were part of the club. Mm-hmm. Um, or... Um, <laughs> he would establish that DC stood for distinguished competition, and that's how they would refer to yeah. to DC from that point forward. And uh, he also kind of helped set up the Marvel versus DC feud and fandom a little mm-hmm. bit. Like you're either a Marvel guy or a DC guy, and that's kind of where that that came from. Yeah, it's so interesting. So, yeah, um, there was a time in the I think it was the late '60s where there was something called the Comics Code that was uh, listed on the front of every comic mm-hmm. book. It was uh, related to somebody, you know, years earlier saying that comic books had all this like violent imagery and whatnot. It's primarily related to horror comics. Mm-hmm. But um, so the, there was a, a, a body established that had this little code on there that said essentially that comic books were, or this comic book was safe for children to read. Um, there was a, a, a point in the late 60s where the government approached Stanley and said, hey, you know what? The This drug epidemic is getting out of hand. We know a lot of your reader base is, you know, uh, children up through like teenager, college age readers. Mm-hmm. So can you publish a story about that? So in uh, like three issues of Amazing Spider-Man, they wanted to deal with drug use and whatnot. And it was in the 60s and it was <laughs> written by an old ass Stan Lee. So he, he didn't quite know the lingo for drugs uh-huh. and how, how it worked or whatever, but he gave it a shot. He gave it his best, but the comics code wouldn't let him publish those books ah. with the, the code on the cover because it had to do with drugs, even though it was like anti-drug. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's weird. But, um, he was like, okay, well we'll publish it anyway. So they just didn't have that code on there for those three issues. Ah. So it, it wasn't really any like a, 
government regulation or anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah. just like this little weird stamp on the cover. But uh, yeah, so that was you know forward thinking there. He also introduced the Black Panther in uh, an issue of Fantastic Four, which was the first black superhero. So it was mm. uh, progressive in that way. Um, and you know, for comics and superheroes with brightly colored characters where people punch each other and whatnot, um, there's still some morals that are injected into the stories that he was publishing, mm-hmm. um, which you didn't really see a lot of in some of the other superhero titles of the time. So, um, like, you would learn about responsibility from characters like Spider-Man and Iron Man or acceptance um, from characters like the X-Men, who mm-hmm. were essentially um, analogs for uh, people of, um, like, minorities or mm-hmm. people who were LGBT at the time. Um, and then, you know, again, going back to Black Panther, it's, it's one of those, the first times that people could see like a heroic version of a black character mm-hmm. in, you know, in mainstream fiction like that. Um, in 2001, DC actually went over, or I'm sorry, uh, Stan actually went over to DC and he had this 12 issue maxi series where he reimagined all of their big characters, Superman, Batman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, The Flash, etc. And, um, Honestly, it was a little bit weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> so strange. It was it, it, it was pretty weird. Um, but uh, it, it was still a cool idea that DC would even recognize how yeah. big of an influence that, that Stan was on comics in general. Sure. They, they brought him over. Um, and then, of course, you know, moving on to the present day, he's been in numerous film cameos, you know, in the, the Marvel films and, and whatnot. He was in Mallrats as well. Uh, mm. He had a, a great yeah. role in there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's had a, a, an incredible career and, um, he got the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame just last year. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm, I'm glad they got that in so you can go and yeah. see his handprints and everything. But, uh, but man, what a, uh, what a career. Do you yeah, have any, sure. any, uh, thoughts on Stan? Uh, not, a, not a ton. I was glad to hear all that stuff. Um, it, it, you know, Again, being kind of a new to comics and stuff, but like I, I know him as well from like the movies um, and just like around, like like you said, like mm-hmm. he's just kind of iconic. He's he's in pop culture. He's around, and uh, it was, I didn't listen to a ton of that Fat Man Beyond episode, but it was interesting how they talked about him. Like he was different than anybody else in that industry, and like he elevated it to what it is, and not just creating those characters, but like like you said, like talking to the readers and stuff in the back and uh, mm-hmm. of, the, of the issues and. Uh, just all the stuff that he did, he kind of pioneered all these ideas and mm-hmm. uh, just seemed like a really genuinely nice guy. Everybody really yeah. loved him. So um, you could really hear that in the Fat Man Beyond episode, um, obviously with Kevin breaking up every once in a while, but um, just like the love that people have for him and stuff. And um, yeah. I've been seeing, you know, so many clips and stuff on Twitter and people have been posting all, this, all these pictures with him and he was just so cool. Um, and it's just nice to see all the outpouring and stuff. It's funny because he's, he was like so old. We, you know, we talked about this, I think in the past, uh, either outside of the podcast for sure, but maybe even on the podcast about, you know, how they've been filming these, um, cameos for the Avengers movies and stuff, mm-hmm. all the, the MCU movies. And so they, they have some like in store for us, like a few movies ahead. Yeah. So it'd be really cool to see, them, um, you know, for the next few years and, and these movies and stuff. And like mm-hmm. someone had said on online, they're like, you know, when he shows up the next time, I guess in Captain Marvel, right. If he's, yeah. if he's in that, um, mm-hmm. Then he, uh, it'll be like, like the, like imagine how big the cheer in the theater is going to be, you know, when he oh, shows up on yeah. screen the next time, like it's going to be so like cathartic almost to see him again. It's going to be nice. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just a, a life, a huge life well lived, you know? Um, yeah. 
and uh, man, lived a long time. So, absolutely, man. He uh, those those film cameos. Um, they're they're fun to watch now, but they're just going to take on a whole new meaning whenever uh, we see them. <laughs> at I know. This point, you know, it'll yeah. still be fun, but also a little bit sad. You know, especially once yeah. they stop. I know. Yeah, once they stop, but mm-hmm. then also like think about all the movies you have to go back and look on now. Like instead of being like, oh, that's Stanley who's alive now, and like that's mm-hmm. fun that he's in all these movies. It'll be like you always forever will be able to go back and see these fun cameos for all mm-hmm. these different things. You know, so uh, it's cool. It's a cool legacy too that I'm glad they've been doing that for a long time now, so that we have all of these. To string together and like make compilations of them basically now you know there's there's so many so it's cool to mm-hmm. see them pop up um i saw another thing on twitter I just wanted to bring up because that was funny that uh some it was just some random guy and he was like um i remember a friend of mine when we were like super into comics um we said when if you know if stan lee dies we're only gonna buy marvel for a whole month you know as <laughs> i saw that yeah, yeah. And, yeah and then it was like it was it was in the, it was like 1985 he was 65 years old like <laughs> it was like <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> they thought it so long ago, like, oh, we don't know how long he's going to live. And it's like, man, he did a whole other third of his life after that. That's awesome. So I'm glad we got so much of him in the world. And I'm glad that he was able to to be in the world and be a part of this up until his death. I mean, like he was still going active, you know, cr- crazy up until his death. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, and, and luckily he got to see so many of these characters on the big screen. Yes. And he got to interact with yeah. several of them you know especially in um age of ultron where he's in that mm. party scene i'm sure he got to interact oh, with yeah. all those actors you know on the set or whatever uh sure sure so, yeah yeah but uh damn yeah we we lost a big one but uh yeah. man he was uh he was great to have around while he was here so. yeah all right so uh let us toast to the life of stan the man lee mm-hmm. and uh stan you will be missed indeed mazel tov I, today, didn't really have much booze that I wanted to drink, but I did have eggnog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay. I I had bourbon. Well, I put some bourbon in there, though. Oh, okay. I did. Then I was like, oh, wait, but I have some bourbon. I'll put like a splash. So I got a little bit. I didn't want to toast without any liquor at all, so. Yeah. (laughs) But it's mostly. You're not a monster. (laughs) No, but it's mostly eggnog and it's delicious. (laughs) Man, I envy you. Man, I'm so lactose intolerant that. Oh yeah. Even with my uh, my dairy dietary um, digestive pills. Yeah. It's just like, what is this eggnog? Nah, fuck it, man. <laughs> it's not even gonna try. <laughs> Out of everything, it's kind of like drinking like melted ice cream. So it's probably like not the best. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's so rich and everything that I would imagine that would really upset. But um, yeah. Do you ever do like a, a soy nog or anything? Do you ever do like alternatives? Oh my god, I've never even thought about oh, that. Oh yeah. Do they have it? Absolutely. They have like soy nogs and like coconut milk nogs because that's what um, Danny drinks it. My brother, he's allergic to to milk, so he drinks like a I think a coconut milk uh, nog of some sort. So you should, yeah. There might be an alternative out there for you, bro. I've never heard of, and maybe it's because I live in Oklahoma, but mm-hmm. I've never heard of anything that is like soy or non-dairy related to egg milk egg milk <laughs> uh eggnog uh-huh. but it's essentially egg milk right uh-huh. <laughs> you squeeze the milk from the egg <laughs> you milk gross. it yeah uh-huh. just like ben stiller said yep. in meet the fuckers meet the no meet the parents right yep <laughs> look we, we all know what happens when I drink on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, first of all, it's not good when I'm sober. Second of all, when I have a, a little ship a ship, uh, <laughs> it's going to get sideways pretty quick. So 
So, uh, you know, just just bear with me. It's it's we started great. Out, we started out heavy. Yep. We, we're going to lighten up the yeah, mood Yeah, we got to lighten bit. it up. This is in honor of Stan Lee. Come on, guys. Yeah. He'd be proud of us. Yeah. He'd be super proud of us. He was a super drinker. I don't, I don't know, was he? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he was or not. But uh, He didn't seem like he was, actually. You know, mm-hmm. he did get super hammered on that mead in uh, Age of Ultron. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Excelsior. Yeah. Yeah. Excelsior. <laughs> I'm seeing pink elephant. <laughs> um, so my, my wife had just texted me, hot off the press, mm-hmm. hot off the press here. So we've got a pizza parlor here. Pizza mm. parlor? Yeah. I, I've got yeah. a pizza parlor here, see? I, I, yeah, I like a pizza parlor. Go for mm. it. <laughs> um, we've got a pizza Joint? store? A store. Restaurant. <laughs> Restaurant is the word. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a, a fun, fun episode <laughs> for me. I will not listen back to it. <laughs> it's, it's fun for me. I think it's, it'll be fun for everybody. <laughs> Steven, just edit out all of my audio. Uh, put yours in there and, uh, you know, just speak for me. <laughs> Should I, yeah, talk back for you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just do do your impression of me. It also no, it, it's and I also sound like Stan Lee. That's all I got right now. It's like that's in my brain. That's where I that's that's where I'm at. You know. So that's cool. well, Stephen. Yeah, that's, that sounds like Brent. <laughs> um. So my my wife had uh, texted me to ask mm. you. Uh, we went to our local local our local pizza restaurant mm-hmm. Mazio's last night, oh, and we yeah. got some. Uh, pepperolis. Oh God! Are you yeah. familiar with those? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for people who don't know, can you explain them a little bit? You're a little more mm. food knowledgeable than me. Sure. I will uh, eat handfuls of garbage uh, because I'm oh, part yeah. raccoon. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, can you can you explain what oh, pepperolis are and and your feelings about them? Because she is curious. Uh, pepperolis are the best thing ever at a pizza restaurant. Um, basically, for for Mazio's, what I love about them is that they are only available around Christmas time. It's like a holiday thing, so it's like the McRib. It like doesn't come around all the time. So when they do, it's awesome. But essentially, it's like uh, little pepperoni pinwheels. I've heard them be called on different things. I make these all the time. Um, I've taken these to every restaurant I've worked at. I made it for people. People go crazy. But essentially, you like lay out the dough, you put cheese and pepperoni inside, and you roll that bitch up, uh, slice them so they're like they look like cinnamon rolls, but they're like savory with like pepperoni sticking out and stuff. And you cook them like upright, like a cinnamon roll, kind of all together. So uh, they are just like flavor bombs. They are like so flavorful. They are um, mm-hmm. God, they're so good. You dip them in that. Mazio's makes their own ranch homemade, and it's like liquid gold. So would, would you say it's fair to say when I dip, you dip, we dip? Absolutely. Uh, I say that all the time. So, yeah. Want to say it again? Yeah. 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 When I dip, you dip, we dip. <laughs> I'll put it back in. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're so good. And uh, I'm curious to see what you guys think. Obviously, you got some, so that sounds like a good plan. But, uh, man, you made my mouth just start watering like crazy because I don't have Mazios nearby anymore, and that, that makes me very upset. I'll make my own. So, uh, Isn't the nearest Mazios to you from, like, three or four hours away or something yeah, like that? Yeah, the one that I go to is three hours away. There's uh, there's one that's um, an hour and a half or two hours from Houston, uh, but it's like towards the Louisiana area. I don't ever go that way. But uh, So yeah, that's like the really closest one. But the one that I go to is three hours from here when I go. Nice. It's, a lot, it's good. I've never been that's there just totally... by itself. I've gone <laughs> through. It's like I'm driving up to Oklahoma or I'm driving through, you know, that's when I get it. But mm-hmm. 
I've not ventured out a six hour, you know, round trip journey to go get pizza or anything, but <laughs> I also wouldn't put it past me. So <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we got some last night and yeah. uh, man, they were, they were good. Oh, they were really gosh, good. So I, good. I hadn't had them in a long time. Um, yeah. I was actually, the last time I had them was back. All right. <laughs> I know this is going to sound weird, but I know the exact year that I had them last, oh, yeah. which was 2004. Wait, uh, wait because, are you fucking kidding? That long? It, it's been around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, since I've personally had them, um, sure. I'm sure my wife had had some since then, but you know, oh I'm all about that za, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's how we say it. Yeah. You know, well, Millennials. Za, Hashtag. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like 22, <laughs> so like, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I was actually, <laughs> I played in a metal band uh, during that time, uh-huh. and it was a frequent um, thing for us to order Mazios. Mm hmm. And, uh, and get those pepperonis. Get that hook up on that pepperoni, son. Hell yeah. And they're, mm, I don't know what they are anymore, but they've always been really cheap. It's like six or a dozen. And they're uh, like, yeah. They used they to be like, like $5 uh, for a, like a half dozen. Uh, they've, they've uh, I think it's, you know what? Uh, we got the podcast money coming in. I don't even <laughs> look at the price. <laughs> I don't look at the price. What is it? Oh, $3,000 for one. Mm, whatever. whatever. I guess. Yeah. Throw it in my mouth, please. Oh, I took a bite. <laughs> throw it on the ground. Don't even care. Give me a new one. I want a fresh one each time I take a bite. <laughs> um, no, I think it's like six dollars for six or whatever. Yeah, and that's, then you get I mean, a, yeah, it's awesome. A price bake. Price bake. Uh, ooh, price bake. Hey, no. hey, Mazios, are you listening? Here's a new. Here's a new thing. Price bake. I don't know what it means. Just you know, run with it. I guess. Gotta get some of those price bake pizzas. Yep. What does that mean anyway? <laughs> I'm just, I don't know, like an idea guy. Look, yeah. I'm 22, okay? Like, I just, I'm like full of ideas. Just full of ideas. Uh, yeah. Uh, new idea. I don't know. Shoe monkeys. What does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you'll run with it and come up with something cool. 22. You sure? The shoe monkeys will run with it, right? You get it. Shoe monkeys. It, it does it. Those funky monkeys, right? <laughs> Have a campaign. It's good. It's, it's, it's uh, going to take the United States by storm. Yeah, I would hope that pepperolis would take the United States by storm. It's one of those things that's like regional because I've only ever seen mm-hmm. them there. And then uh, throughout time now, I've I've Googled them and people, like I said, call them, you know, pizza pinwheels or pepperoni pinwheels, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, pepperolis is a good name, too. Yeah, uh, I think I think. Um, and they're so good. I I've made them at home, too, with different like different ways. That's the only thing is that yeah. you only have that one option there. I've made them with like like veggie ones with like bell peppers and spinach. I've made them with uh like turkey pepperonis for Amanda, my wife, because she doesn't eat pork, so that way mm-hmm. she can eat them, and that's really good. Um, and I, I really, my my favorite pizza is pepperoni and sausage. So if I throw some sausage in there, then it's like a real flavor explosion. Mm-hmm. That that stuff's real good. So yeah, um, yeah. And now since I can't get them from Ozio's, I make my own. So then I just do whatever. But man, I really want like the real deal. Uh, I'm hoping to come up for Christmas this year. I definitely got to stop by oh. and get some of those. I I try to stop by and get a pizza and everything every time I'm there, but. Like I said, mm-hmm. pepperoni is only around, you know, so many times so, or so much a year. So got to get it like can. I feel like we should acknowledge that your wife does not eat pork. She loves pigs. Yep. You have no compunction about it. You will. No. You hate pigs. <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> no, pigs are so cute and they're very smart. Uh, mm-hmm. Last night, I was showing uh, Amanda's friends were over, and I was showing them um, different stuff online, gifts and stuff. And I, I, I found one a while ago. It was like a bunch of pigs sleeping together, like in a little 
doggy bed looking Ooh. thing. Yeah. <laughs> when he would say wake up, all of their ears would twitch together because they were like, we don't want to wake up. And it was really cute. And Amanda was just like, how can you eat bacon? And uh, at the same time, her friend uh, Rachel and I were like, bacon is delicious. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Pigs are cute. They're very smart. I like them too. Uh, Amanda wants one eventually. I'm totally on board with having one as a pet. I mm-hmm. will still eat bacon. It's so good. It is worth it. Even when Amanda comes home and she smells bacon, she's like, damn it, that smells good. Mm-hmm. She gets it. She just doesn't eat it, you know, so. Well, look, I mean, I like bacon, period, mm-hmm. whether it come from a pig or a turkey, you know? Yeah. So we, there, there's a yeah. difference. I'm not saying there's not a difference. Sure. But. You're down yeah. with it. If we can make bacon out of a different animal, mm-hmm. that's an asshole. <laughs> there you go. You know, go for it. Like a turkey. Yeah. Those fuckers. Yeah. Um, I've tried. I, I want to to like some of those things. I'll, like we get like turkey sausages and chicken sausages, and those are actually pretty good. Um, turkey bacon I've had like eh, kind of not so good luck with. It's always just like leathery, whatever. Like it doesn't have yeah. the same like texture. That's really what gets me. Uh, but I'm all on board. Like I'm all on board with like. Uh, like lab grown meat i'm like fuck it sure it's like the same yeah, thing i don't Just care didn't slaughter an animal that sounds great yeah um, jeff bezos said it was good uh i trust him for us to have us yeah <laughs> i trust him with everything in my life yeah so that's he fine wouldn't lie to me he look wouldn't. people in positions of authority don't lie they don't what's their goal why they already have all the power you know what do they want more what are they, Tim the Toolman Taylor? More power? Or har, har, har? No. I've never heard anybody do that that noise and that kind of condescending way, that kind of like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. That's how they would write it in the scripts. Yeah. Um, Tim, very pleased with himself, <laughs> says more power. Or har, har, har. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it works. And he would, yeah, yeah run with it. Um uh-huh. <laughs> Brent, do you want to do want to move on to a new topic? We have yeah, so much to talk so. about today. This is all staying in, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Why would it not? <laughs> How could it not? How could it not? So we read the Avengers number eight, and uh, man, I I'm really digging this. I uh, know. Uh, so back into the story, which is great. Instead of the, uh, I mean, that was cool to have like the one off. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll like I like those too, but I like yeah. that we're back into the story from where we left off from uh, issue six, I guess, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so instead of going beat by beat like I normally do, uh, you know, I'm tired of the beat off. Uh, I figure we'll just kind of generally state that yeah. this issue was essentially the Avengers getting a new headquarters set up, mm-hmm. establishing a new leader of the team uh, that is not kept in America, mm-hmm. um, which we'll we'll get into uh, a, a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, And then there's a new threat on the horizon as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing I do want to mention is that on the first arc where the last panel of that arc is Loki just laughing maniacally. And then that's, that's it. Mm. Um, it does flash back to that on, on this particular issue, mm. which I'm glad because it was just like a weird ending. It's like, so does, does Loki just like laugh and then disappear? Like, well, <laughs> yeah. like what, what's, what's the dealio there? Um, but, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not under his, his own, <laughs> Power, but yeah, the Celestials essentially abduct him and they uh, they fuck off, um, mm. but not before um, bringing the progenitor mm. back, uh, not to life, but they essentially 
resurrect his uh, corpse in a... Resurrect is not the right word. I just said they, they didn't bring him back. What, what are you doing, man? we got to have a talk. <laughs> they basically just stand his corpse upright. Yes. Essentially. Uh, and, and they... I wanted to get your opinion on this. Is this... <laughs> Is this a problematic pose Wait. for the celestial to have? <laughs> I only thought about it as you started going into that. Where's a good picture? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, page page two uh, there. Um, yeah, that's a bad look. I, I understand. Like, if it were from a different angle, it I, I think his arm is probably lower than it is. But for all intents and purposes, and we'll put this up on our Twitter and Instagram <laughs> account. But uh, it looks like the progenitor, this giant celestial, oh, is God. doing a Heil Hitler salute. Yeah. It's I'm I know it's, that's not the case. It's very timely. Yeah. Um I didn't realize that the Avengers were gonna fight the alt right and that they would <laughs> not not only be fighting them, I suppose that they are the alt right, they're living in this headquarters. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Captain America, what is wrong with you? Oh my god. Interesting. Um, I didn't even notice that until you mentioned it, but it is totally looks like that. That is crazy. I I saw that and uh, I thought maybe if the hand was like more open and like kind of spread out or whatever, yeah. it wouldn't yeah. wouldn't evoke that so much. But uh, or a fist, damn, man, damn, you know, uh, Stan Lee was a Jewish uh, yeah. comic creator, uh, so I know this is not something that uh, <laughs> that is the case. But uh, that's just something that it reminded me of. Um, yeah, but we do have, um, like I said, a, a new leader established for the Avengers. Um, and in this issue, again, spoilers for this issue. I mean, we're talking yeah. about the, the comic, right? So it's, it mm-hmm. kind of comes with the territory. But, um, yeah, they established that the leader is not Captain America, but Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So um, I I do, I like Black Panther, and I think he is a good leader. Um, I just, it seems odd to me that there wouldn't be like a co-leader situation with Captain America that's led the Avengers for all this time. Mm. Um I don't know. It just feels to me like if you demoted Leonardo to uh, not the leader, you know, yeah. which is the case on that newest Ninja Turtle cartoon. Oh, yeah. Don't get me sharded on that. Oh, God. Did Bring I just say don't get me sharded? Yeah, he went there. You bet I did. Oh, man. You bet I did. That means it's serious. Yeah. When Brent sharts, you know it's serious. Mm. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, there's some interesting stuff that happens in this comic as well. You know, we mm-hmm. got T'Challa in the in the lead role, but for me, that doesn't really mean much because I, I guess I knew that Cap was the leader of the Avengers generally. But like to me, I'm so new to this, I was just kind of like, cool. I guess they choose new leaders every once yeah. in a while, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. cool. Um, no, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm uh, I'm very much eager to see the dynamic on mm-hmm. the ground because I think what may happen is, well, honestly, I don't know. I was going to say that maybe he's like the. Uh, Captain America would be the the leader on like the ground or whatever, uh-huh. like for the um, for an assault or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not a sexual assault. That's you know that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for you know uh, if they're going into battle or whatever, yeah, yeah. but Black Panther can do that as well. So mm-hmm. it's not like he's just uh, hovering above or, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Um, It'd be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, the dynamic. I, I, I'm I'm just curious to see the dynamic, uh, and that's that's something that I want from a new adventure series is mm-hmm. changing things up just a little bit, still having recognizable characters yeah. there, but maybe new roles or whatever. Um, it would be hilarious, by the way, mm-hmm. if they established Captain America as the 
to bring it back to Ninja Turtles, because that's essentially all I know, uh, if they made him the Donatello of the group and just had him, like, mm. in charge of technology, and he's just, like, trying to, <laughs> trying to p- plug a cord into another cord, and it's like, I, d- I don't know what any of this means. I don't even know how phones work. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Um, I like... Uh, I should be a grandpa right now. We, we had talked about it before about Thor and Hulk kissing, and uh, now it seems mm-hmm. like they're full-on doing it. Because uh, mm. mm-hmm. Thor's like, I really need a bathroom, and Hulk's like, She Hulk is like, I have one of my my quarters. Come with me, yeah. and Thor's like, Oh, I will accompany you to your quarters merely for the purpose of relieving myself. I mean, in a purely biological sense, of course. And it's like, Wow, they're just straight up fucking. This is yeah. this is like foreplay <laughs> talk right here. Uh, but yeah, they seem to be doing it. Um, there's a lot of changes in this. It seems so. Well, a- another change is that um, She Hulk is. Um, unhulked in this issue, mm-hmm. so she's just Jennifer Walters. Yeah, um, and uh, might be looking good, y'all. Yeah, she like yeah, that outfit is banging. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we have Doctor Strange examining her mm-hmm. and kind of figuring out that she's, I guess, drawing in too much power or whatever, or yeah, or maybe happened. she's overcharged or something like yeah. that. And that's why her, whenever she hulks out, she's more like the Hulk and that she's like overly muscular mm-hmm. and everything. Um, or have you ever seen She-Hulk outside of this comic no, series? not really. Outside, okay. So yeah. normally she's um, slightly more muscular than how she is when she's not Hulked uh-huh. out or whatever. But uh, in, in this series, yeah, she's just full on, just like, just ripped, ripped yeah. uh, as fuck. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I really, yeah, until that scene happened in here, I didn't really notice that it was so different. But it's interesting that they're playing with that notion, mm-hmm. I guess, of like... Uh, kind of like it's changing her personality a little bit too, it seems. Um, yeah. So it's like, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, uh, there's this beautiful um, picture on... That's <laughs> right. Didn't mean to punch the <laughs> microphone. It just went on for so long. That was funny. <laughs> yes. on, uh, on page 18 at the bottom, I, I love this. There's this gorgeous picture of um, like, uh, I guess it's like Cap, um, Cap, Iron Man, Thor, and uh, Black Panther all kind mm-hmm. of like looking off into like space, like the like a star or whatever. Um, and it's just like this gorgeous picture of like uh, their, their shoulders and heads like highlighted and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's like really pretty looking. Um, like some of the art and yeah. stuff that was cool. Um, I'm also uh, intrigued by uh, Robbie Reyes and the Ghost yeah. Rider stuff. I didn't think I would like the Ghost Rider that much at all, and he's really like been one of my the characters I like, and I think it's because he's mm-hmm. new and they're like introducing me here a lot, so he's kind of like the, the audience, you know? Yeah. Kind of like seeing this stuff for the first time and getting involved in that, so that's kind of cool, but um, there's some cool stuff in this mm-hmm. in this book. I liked it. I like getting back to the main story. I should say uh, the credits on this. Whew. Wow. Took this a while. Is, uh, this <laughs> is an... Took a while. Um, so this... Uh, Story is still written by Jason Aaron, who's written all of the previous issues. Um, and again, lettered by Corey Pettit. Same thing. Been on every issue so far. Uh, this time we've got David Marquez as the artist for the story arc. And uh, returning colorist Justin Ponser. So, um, yeah, I mean, they've, they've done a great job. I, I don't know if this art team is going to rotate with mm-hmm. Ed McGinnis and Dexter Vines and the, the other artists from the uh, David Curiel from the first story arc or exactly what's going on but um i'm eager to see where where things go yeah um one thing that i wanted to mention and um actually there, there were a, a couple of things so um 
we do see a new, I want to say villain, but a new antagonist mm -hmm. introduced here. And I'm curious to yeah. get your thoughts. But before we get to that, the most important thing here <laughs> is um, sto uh, stores. Uh, Thor's take on French toast. Does not oh. like it. Yeah. Wrong. It is canon. Yeah. It is now canon. This happened this year, the year of Carl Winslow, 2018. The God of Thunder will never again eat the toast of France. Mm -hmm. Quote, Thor, 2018. <laughs> Are you upset by this? I like French toast, but I, was, yeah. I, I, I think it's a I think it's a strong mm. pro-America stance. <laughs> <laughs> No, for, I don't know. Regard to him, right? Yeah, yeah. I've I've never really thought about it, but I mean, I guess for Thor, who eats like giant turkey legs and mm -hmm. eats more like Viking-ish type food, drinks mead. Maybe yeah. he's not into sweets. Maybe he doesn't maybe. like sweets. Man, you yeah, know, do they not do sweets? Interesting. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting because I I happen to like French toast a whole lot, and I actually. Yeah found some ways to make uh, French toast even better this week, and I made it, and it was way better than I've ever had before. So I, this week in particular, I was like really digging French toast. Yeah. Then Thor comes out swinging like that. I did not expect yeah. that. Personal wow. attack, you know? Yeah. So I don't like Thor. So the... <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, you're on notice. You, God. So is the, the way to enhance French toast is instead of putting powdered sugar on it, you just sprinkle a little bit of cocaine on it? Well, I like both. Just a dusting? First. Oh, um, okay. You don't take away yeah. anything. You just yeah, add. that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what? Throw some baking soda on there, too. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Clean your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if I may, to uh, digress into uh, French toast talk, uh, oh, yeah. I, I used to just, like, dip the French toast, like, fairly quick. Like, not like a dip and then be out, but, like, you don't want to get soaked, you know? Uh, when I, when I yeah. dip, you dip, we dip. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I saw a thing that they were like, no, you should like really let it soak in there. For, I'm talking about like five or ten minutes. And I was like, that is fucking crazy. So I didn't do it for five or ten minutes. I did it for maybe five, I guess, total. Uh, but like a few minutes, whatever, each side. Mm -hmm. That seemed to really help. Uh, also, slow and slow on the burner instead of like medium or high heat. Uh, you kind of like get it crispy on the outside. And the inside, it's like custardy. I've never had it that oh. way before. I've always had it just like, oh, it's just like, you know bread that's like been soaked and like griddled whatever like no big deal like it's good yeah you pour a lot of butter and sugar and syrup on it it's cool no it's like it can be so much better and i tried it and it, i mean and i were like this is amazing so awesome. there you go french toast talk with steven back to you Brent. <laughs> thank you steven now to the news um so we've got a like i said a new antagonist here and uh, I'm, I'm really curious to get your opinion on this and what your thoughts are. We don't see him very, off, or yeah, very okay. often, very long in this issue. Yeah. But we do see that the antagonist for this story arc is Namor, the Submariner, mm -hmm. who is essentially Marvel's Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, predates Aquaman by one year, whatever, who's counting? Um, <laughs> That's so crazy to me. He does seem like a copy. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and there was a time before Justice League uh, came uh -huh. out where I thought Marvel would beat mm. uh, would beat DC to yeah. the movies with their aquatic uh, character or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they're king of Atlantis. Um, what What do you think about this character? Again, you don't see very <laughs> much of him. There's not like a lot of characters. He's yeah, yeah. literally no, on the cool, last though. page just tearing through shit. But um, 
I, um, what do you think? So first off that you see some of the, I, I don't know if you, do you call them all submariners? Like what are their, like the, that well, uh, they're Atlanteans, or, Atlanteans. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. first off you see them kind of like board the ship and they all look pretty badass. They're like blue and I don't know. I, I like the, the design and stuff. That's cool. Uh, when I saw him, it looked pretty cool, but also he, he reminds me of uh, Wolverine, uh, like his hair and stuff. And like, I, uh, I expected almost like the claws to be coming out. Like, uh, I go through, I don't, I was going to ask you about this actually. Um, yeah. Whenever I'm on Comixology, they have we can like view the whole page, or you can do like zoom in and kind of do like one panel at a time, and it kind of like mm-hmm. guided whatever. view. Yeah. So um, on that, it starts off at as like a like a zoomed in on that picture, so you don't see his other hand. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Is this Wolverine for a second? And I backed up, and I was like <laughs> expecting claws on the other yeah. end. And it's like, "Oh no, this makes sense." Uh, and it's a cool, yeah. it's a badass picture that ends this. Um, it's like the to yeah. be continued, and there's like the tentacle in the back of like giant squid that's helping them or whatever but uh i don't know much about this character um uh i was never like we've talked about the past i never really cared for aquaman one way or the other i didn't really think Mm -hmm. about him uh namor was kind of the same way like even less so i didn't even hear about him until a few years ago so Mm -hmm. um it is interesting that he was the first though he's kind of like the hydrox cookie and uh (laughs) you know like he seems like the knockoff but yeah Yeah. but Mm -hmm. he's actually the original yeah um I don't know. I, I the Aquaman, Aquaman movie, as we've talked about, like each trailer seems a little bit better, and it seems like a lot of fun. I don't know really where Namor would fit into the MCU uh, mm-hmm. at this point, um, or like how. But I, I'd be down for it, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited to see more about him. I, I have always been fascinated in general, like actual not history, I guess, but like the the myth of Atlantis and that kind of stuff, like the Disney movie Atlantis. Yeah. I always loved that one. Um, so this is kind of cool to, to see that, but. Uh, but yeah, I don't know much about the character. So he is well at the time uh, he was created. He was Marvel's first mutant, actually. Oh um, wow! Apoc- they've you know since gone mm. back, and you know Apocalypse is technically the first mutant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, well, actually, you know what? Uh-oh. Uh, maybe it was one of the one million years or one billion years oh, BC yeah. Avengers. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. So uh, anyways, uh, Namor, yeah, he's uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, if you look at his foot that's in the foreground there, he's got some wings on that foot. Oh, yeah. So okay, he yeah. What is that? <laughs> yeah, what, what does that mean? What? What? <laughs> Obviously, you got wings on your feet, you can fly. I don't, it doesn't do really f- need to be explained. Do they flap? Let's just move on. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, it totally makes sense. Uh, Water guy can fly. Why why wouldn't that make sense? Just run with it. From what I remember, and it's not much, of Justice Mm -hmm. League, uh, Aquaman can also fly, or he can, I don't know. I don't know if he can actually fly, but he doesn't get hurt if he's being thrown around the air, at least. I know that. My man. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it looks like he's going to be the... um, well, he's on the cover of the next issue. I, I imagine uh-huh. we'll probably get a little bit more of his motivation th- then. Um, mm. But yeah, so we've got uh, uh, hovering fish guy as yep. the uh, the big bad here. So um, I do think it's funny that Namor didn't even have the opportunity to be the punchline of that. You know, Aquaman was before uh-huh. Jason Momoa took over that role as oh, Wet yeah. Conan. Um, <laughs> it's Wet Conan. <laughs> Uh, because they essentially do the same thing. Like Namor, I think he has like limited ability to speak with aquatic life, but mm, okay. you know, he, he never got that can talk to fish moniker. Like again, he's just not as popular as Aquaman, mm. you know, cause the, uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know the exact <laughs> reason, but 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have anything else to add to this uh, no, tremendous so. comic, comic story? <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Uh, I do. I do like it though. Yeah. I'm oh yeah. It. So next week we will jump over to Avengers number nine then. And, uh, okay, cool. Figure out what's going on with this Namor guy. Just is he Aquaman? Can he talk to fish? Is he <laughs> is underwater <Aquaman>? Wolverine? <laughs> These are the questions we need answers to. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, let's jump over to the podcast script as it loads, <laughs> and we will stall. There we go. And we're stalling. <laughs> All set to stall. We're gonna talk some trailers, man. We got a few oh, trailers okay. to talk about. Yeah. Did some new stuff pop up this week? Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's let's talk about that. Uh, let's start start with man. <laughs> it was like not even that much. Burn. I know it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't much, <laughs> and it hasn't been repeated. So, <laughs> I mean, I've come this far. I might as well just get loaded, right? I, I figure at this point. Glug 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 glug. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Toy Story 4, we had a surprise uh-huh. teaser from this week, and then a reaction video. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also by the Pixar crew. Um, did you watch that one? I don't think I've seen the reaction video. I, I heard about it. I didn't actually watch it, though. Okay. So let's let's just talk about the teaser then. Cool. So um, it was pretty straightforward. It was yeah, just yeah. A, a bunch of characters holding hands, uh, uh-huh. the main Toy Story cast, and as the, the camera, I guess they're holding hands in a, in a circle. Like a circle, The yeah. camera's in the middle of that, and it kind of pans through. It starts with Woody and moves on through the, the other characters. And uh, at the end of it, there's a character that's like a spoon yeah. with some weird like feet puttied <laughs> onto the bottom of it, and then it has the weird like uh, pipe cleaner uh, arms yeah, or yeah. whatever. And he's like, I'm not a toy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, very excited so about this change. I don't know what's happening. Uh, yeah, me neither. Yeah. I, it's just so many questions, I guess. I know, I know. Which I'm, I'm intrigued by. And also, I didn't even know, like I'd heard they'd been working on a, a Toy Story 4 and it's been, mm. it's gone through some uh, changes yeah. um, as far as like writers and, and whatnot. Um, man, I cannot think of her name, but she was supposed to write uh, Toy Story 4. I um, know. Um, fuck. She's from Parks and Rec. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's why. Yeah. Ann Perkins. Rashida Jones. Yes, there yeah. we go. Yeah, um, she was going to write Toy Story four, but turns out uh, the guy she was submitting the script to was a goddamn creep, and uh, <laughs> she was like, "You know what? Not worth it." So yeah. she, she pieced out. So I'm not sure who's writing yeah, this no. version of the script. I don't either, and I didn't expect this teaser. This, I mean, it's, it is really a teaser, which I do like. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. How the teaser trailers now are just like two minute trailers and it's like that's not a teaser this really mm-hmm. was like this probably isn't even in the movie you know like it's just mm-hmm. showing the characters and like being like what the fuck is this spoon guy yeah. uh, so it was, it was fun for that but yeah I don't I didn't even know it was really coming out um, this soon because I'd only heard about yeah. the, that other stuff so oh, so exciting yeah. so exciting and then um, on the reaction video it was um, like a, a stuffed bunny and a stuffed duck mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's like Easter centric uh, okay. or whatever but um it's they're voiced by key and peel yeah which is awesome <laughs> <laughs> and uh they're just talking about i guess they watch the the trailer whatever they're talking about it and they're trying to do impressions of uh woody and buzz and everything and eventually uh, nice. woody and, and buzz walk out and uh man it's just it's fun it's just yeah. a, a fun franchise i'm i'm excited i don't even uh-huh. know if the story is but I know. if it came out today i'd be off to the theaters well and that that series has been so stellar it's like Everything has a 99 or 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Toy Story 3 was an emotional powerhouse. Holy shit, I did not expect that. I, mean, yeah. I guess I did. I think I heard about it, but still, like, it's just like, 
way more than you think from a cartoon or whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, which just goes to show the power of you know animation or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know if they're going to go a little more lighthearted with this one after that kind of heaviness of like the the changing, like or you know, like the passing of the baton of the the toys, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, with this one, yeah, I'm not really sure where they're headed, and but I'm I'm cool with it because the story or this the series has always been stellar. So hopefully it's stays there. Did I ever tell you about the time that I saw Toy Story 3? I don't know. I saw it first. What? Brandy and I saw it first. Before anybody? Well, you know, at the same time as other people who saw it first, I suppose. <laughs> um, so that was actually the the week of our honeymoon is when that came oh, out. Oh, wow. So we got married in 2010, uh, and we went to um, Disney World Land. Mm, whatever World whatever one is in, in, in Florida. Disney World. I don't, I don't know which one. You know what? It doesn't even have anything to do with that. We went to Universal Studios. <laughs> Scrap that. Scrap that whole thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Squirrel. Uh, so we went to the movies a, a couple of times when we were there. But uh, the one thing that we went to go see for sure was mm. Toy Story 3. And we saw the midnight showing as uh-huh. it released. Oh, wow. Interesting. Uh, so we were on the East Coast. Okay, watching gotcha. Toy Story 3 at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> you started good. the trend telling everybody oh it was really God. good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's before I had a Twitter account, but I was I was just yelling at people. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's where it started. Good. Before Twitter, that's how we did it. That's how we passed on yeah. information. Yeah. Just yell at people. These kids nowadays. You know? Yep. I know, I know, I know. Like that's... me, you know, I'm just 22, you know, whatever. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, um, for this one though, uh, you know, we'll see as it, as it comes out. I didn't even notice on the uh, trailer if they mentioned when it was coming out. So, yeah, I don't know, coming soon. Coming soon. So wait, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be first in line midnight? You're going to go to the East Coast. You're going to fly there to be the first. Oh, one I have to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep up the trend. Might just, might just sit in the ocean, wait for it to come oh, to me. Oh God, yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. That's a great mm. idea. Just you know, contact there. contact Namor. Yep, there you go. You like chill. Question one, are you Aquaman? Question two, can you talk to fish? Question three, can you show me Toy Story 4? He's like, yeah, I'm part of the, the Disney family now. We got yeah. Disney, Marvel, <laughs> Pixar, all that shit. So yeah, we'll bring it in. I'll watch it. We can watch that. <laughs> Technically, his rights are owned by Universal, but I appreciate the joke, Steven. Wait, Namor? Yeah. Oh, no. Who else is with yeah. Universal? Hulk. Anybody? Hulk? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. His, his film rights anyway. Yeah. It was back when Marvel was going through bankruptcy in the late mm. 90s. Early aughts, I call them aughts. And uh, yeah, so that that character was a um, uh, like a antagonist in the Fantastic Four comics. So mm. oh, maybe okay. they'll bring him back once, you know, in that film series or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like, we can't have a Namor movie, so we'll just, you know, yeah. he's, there. he's there. You get it. Yeah, you he's you see bank. what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah interesting. Um, <laughs> any more for Toy Story 4? No. Cool. Uh, so another trailer that came out that uh, I was—I also didn't expect a trailer this soon, but here we go. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Okay, so <laughs> a number of episodes back, you had mentioned uh-huh. something. I could have sworn you were joking when you said Ryan Reynolds was cast as the voice of Pikachu. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, Stephen, Stephen doesn't know Pokemon. Like, I don't. Maybe Ryan Reynolds has a voice. He's playing a different character. Yeah. He's just like a guy that's also trying to quote unquote catch them all in quote um you don't want to have a dangling quote out there no uh 
Turns out that's not the case. You were correct. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds voices Pikachu, who normally, as the trailer suggests, only says, Pika Pika. Uh-huh. But, no, he's just full on talking as Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, yeah, the, as Ryan Reynolds. It's not even disguised. It's like just him, right? Basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's always talking about two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Van Wilder. And it's just like, all right, Pikachu. We get it. Yeah. Break the fourth wall with Deadpool. Uh, I don't need that in my Pokemon movies, okay? Or as Jay Leno called it, Pokemans. (laughs) Of course he would. Fucking drives me nuts. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I have much affinity for Pokemon, but I still try to say it right. I don't know if I did just right now, but (laughs) I don't call Pokemans. (laughs) Because you show some goddamn respect. I'm sorry. Yes, I will. Um... So, I I remember watching the early version of uh, Pokemon, like the first mm-hmm. season or two, when it came out on, on TV back in the day. I was still in high school, but, you know, I'm uh, essentially a, an eternal child and mm-hmm. uh, sure. continue to watch cartoons. But um, it was something that uh, I thought, hey, this is this is new. I've mm-hmm. not, uh, not seen anything like this before. It's uh, <laughs> essentially... Uh, cockfighting with uh, mm. adorable little uh, pocket monster characters. Okay. Um, that kind of intrigues me now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wait. Cock, well, cockfighting with pocket monsters? Uh-huh. That, that Ooh, phrase alone. Does, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure we highlighted that. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So one of the things that I like about Pokemon, mm. even though I don't follow it anymore, um, is the the character designs for the the little mm. Pokemon. Um, I think they're adorable. Mm-hmm. I think they're um, instantly recognizable, um, especially on like the the main what four or so um, Pokemon characters. Mm. You've got you've got your Pikachu. Okay. You've got your Charmander. You've mm. got your Bulbasaur. You've got your Squirtle. Okay, okay. I think those are great character designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are more, but those are like the the lead four, right? I've heard uh, of all at of least those, from back so. in the day. Yeah, 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 exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You've got an inner thigh tattoo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or especially four. a Squirtle. <laughs> Where's of the Squirtle, course. Stephen? Oh, look over here. <laughs> Spread it. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so I, when I heard they were making a live action, like CGI live action movie yeah. or whatever, I was like, uh oh, who's making it? Warner Brothers. Uh oh. Uh, these are going to be just like overly designed. Like they're mm-hmm. going to look too realistic. Mm-hmm. To the movie's credit, these characters look like Pokemon in the real, real world. Like mm-hmm. Pikachu looks like Pikachu. He's yeah. just got like fur texture to him. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mime is creepy as fuck. But he's essentially looks like Mr. Mime. Mm-hmm. Um, the so I, I think they did good on that part of it. I I don't understand why Pikachu is a detective. I don't understand why. It, yeah. I don't understand the plot of the movie. I know, I know. I do think it looks fun. I would I would watch this movie. Okay. I don't know that I would rush out to the theaters to see it. But yeah. it, it seems like a a movie that could be fun to uh, to watch. Mm-hmm. The the lead character is man. I can't think of his name. But he's the uh, our least favorite character from. Jurassic World Fallen mm-hmm. Kingdom uh, outside of the movie itself. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my least, least favorite character. Um, I but, was thinking the other day, by the way, about that. Yeah. 
uh, whenever I was last in Tulsa and my sister was over, I mentioned, I was like, yeah, it's like Jurassic World. Ugh. And she was like, you didn't like it? And my, <laughs> I still remember like my face back to her, like, just like this, like, at first, I don't know. I was just like, ugh. That's, that's the only way to describe it. I was just like, how could you like that movie? But anyway, yeah. I digress. I'm, I'm looking it up right now and it sounds like Detective or Pokemon Detective Pikachu uh, was a, a video game. Oh, okay. Well. So maybe so that's like where they were based on getting it. Or, yeah, I guess. Weird. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm not uh, that invested in looking it up. Um, yeah. <laughs> Justice Smith. Justice Smith is the that I character guess. or that actor. So I was trying to think back, though, because you had texted about that, too, how he didn't like him. And I honestly can't remember because I think I blocked out most of Jurassic World yeah. in my head. But I think yeah. partly it was like we didn't like him because of the way he was written, though, wait, right? It wasn't just like him. Wasn't it like yeah. Yeah, he was I, a bit nerdy, quote unquote, but it was like stupid decisions and like. Yeah, he like was. That, um, right? It was almost like they were trying too hard to make yeah. him the, the funny nerd character. He's yeah. a nerd. He's got to be funny automatically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it didn't really excel or anything like that. So I don't know yeah. that I dislike him. That's, I just wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that I, I, I honestly. <laughs> I remember talking about that, but I, I, I really, really blocked out as much of that movie as I could. <laughs> I, re- I want to erase it as much as I want to erase any of the other sequels of Jurassic Park that I don't like. I really just want Jurassic mm-hmm. Park and Jurassic World. That's my, that's my jam. That's it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. The first movie of every trilogy. That's, it sounds like a better <laughs> way to go one. about it so far. It's really all you need, too. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm throwing darts at a dartboard, that, those are the ones that I can land on, I'll be happy. You know, like, those, that's the only thing I need to try, so. Uh, hey, you know what? Speaking of uh, Jurassic World, finally got myself a hey. uh, Blue the Dinosaur. Uh, I'm sorry, Blue the Velociraptor uh-huh. Funko Pop, so. Looks rad. My patience. Oh, he's petting it. Um, Mm. <laughs> right in the squirtle. Um, <laughs> so, so what, what do you think about this movie? Do, is, is any of this uh, intriguing to you? Do you have <laughs> this make you desire to see this movie no. at all? <laughs> it was a good trailer. I thought I, I'd wondered about like what fans would think. I had heard about a little bit of backlash about the voice being like it's just like Ryan Reynolds and it's like not what people expected. Yeah. And like I just don't mm-hmm. think people know what to do with it. I feel almost like. Uh, the director was probably like, or like the writers and stuff, like anybody that was actually involved in the the story of it, you know, they're like, oh, this makes total sense. Like, I think it's one of those, you have to see it to be like, oh, that's why Pikachu being a detective works. So that's why him speaking like Ryan Reynolds works. Like they're giving you that plot device in the trailer, obviously, that like only this kid can hear the Pokemon actually speak and they just speak like normal people or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a fine, you know, conceit to have or whatever. Um, I just don't know like what fans are really going to think about that. And not being a fan, I really am like, have zero like not like interest i just have zero like um reaction to it you know um yeah. i watched it i was like all right cool that's it you know like there wasn't really much to it but i was curious about you and mm-hmm. other people who at least had been fans in the past you know so uh, it's yeah. it's weird that they put ryan Reynolds ryan reynolds in this um i got mush mouth because it seems like the Pokemon are the stars of this movie. Like, yeah, you, you really could have just given the Pikachu role to any any voice actor, and they uh-huh. would have would have nailed mm-hmm. it. Okay. Um, look, I have I have no problem with Ryan Reynolds. We got no beef. Yep. You know, uh, I love him as Deadpool, uh-huh. but um, it seems like that's the reason why they gave him that role is because he was Deadpool. Mm. Like that comedy like he, you mean, or he he was the hot actor i yeah. guess and maybe didn't have a a contract locked up with disney mm. so yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean i don't know like i think he has a lot of star power for sure so mm-hmm. 
And I don't know like what in his involvement in this is outside of just that voice. Like I don't know if he mm-hmm. likes Pokemon or whatever, or if it's just like a job to him or, or whatever. I'm yeah. kind of curious about that too, I guess. Um, but I, I haven't heard a ton about the reaction to this. It just seems like some people had some some fans had a few issues, and we'll see how it actually plays out when it mm-hmm. when we get more trailers. I think that'll help, you know, kind yeah. of flesh out what's really going on here. But uh, honestly, like when I when I Think about watching essentially cartoon characters in a live action movie. All I really want to do is just watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit now. So, oh which so we good. definitely need to do Holds on this up. podcast. Yes, uh, that sounds yeah. rad. So uh, we should totally do that one. But um, yeah, uh, essentially when I watch this, that makes me just want to watch that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hand drawn cell animation, you know, placed oh. over live action. That's pretty rad. So mm, squeeze your fingers together, Bob. We don't want to have to animate between your <laughs> between the cracks of your fingers. Um, all right. Do you have any more on Detective yeah, Pikachu? That'll be it. All right. And that is the sound of Stephen buying his ticket. All right. Oh, so. Sound of nothingness. Interesting. Let's move on to the final trailer we'll discuss. And this was uh, my idea. Yeah. This was my idea. The Dumbo trailer came out this week. Yep. Directed. Maybe written by? I don't know. I don't know who wrote this movie, but I know um, it's directed yeah. by yeah. Tim Burton. Yep. Batman's Tim Burton. Yeah. That's people will know him from. Nothing Mars else. Attacks. Tim Burton. Never heard of it. Batman. Oh. Okay. He created Batman in 1989. <laughs> My four-year-old self remembers it vividly. <laughs> Batman looks like Michael Keaton. Yep. Oh, you were alive in 89. Oh, uh, dude, I'm 22. I don't even know what that is. What is what? <laughs> what is the 80s gross? Did anything happen before 98? <laughs> uh, all right, so... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dumbo. Yeah. A movie that almost feels like a shot for shot remake mm. of the animated movie by Disney from back in the day. These these type of movies where where they're doing that. Disney has been doing that for a while. The um, live action. With, yeah. Remakes. Yeah. yeah. Uh live action CG. You know, yeah. let's yeah, be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of hardworking artists. Okay. They I'm have sorry. To go these character designs. I'm so Brent, Brent, Brent. Huh? You're breaking huh? up. Oh. I, I can tell you're you're very upset. I apologize. Uh yeah, anyways, uh I don't give a shit about this movie. Back to you, Stephen. <laughs> um I am I haven't been watching a lot of these live action rem- CGI remakes. Um mm-hmm. The ones that I have are good. I've heard good things about the other ones. Uh, I think you and I have talked uh, in the past about how we're not really big Tim Burton fans anymore. Like, his aesthetic is very tired uh, mm-hmm. at this point. I feel like, though, this one feels to me... I feel like... Uh, there's, I have a lot of feelings, apparently. Hold on. Let me reset <laughs> myself. Tim Burton, I feel, has, uh, has had a lot of uh, directorial oversight uh, about his movies for a long time because of his... Uh, stature in the industry and his aesthetic that is so Tim Burton that it's like you really can't give him a whole lot of notes I feel but um, I feel like this one is a little bit more like a it feels more Disney than it does Tim Burton to me so I'll say that as a plus that it didn't feel so off-putting to me as some of his other movies have like Alice in Wonderland even which is another like you know Disney remake uh, that he had done recently so um, but this has the same kind of it's I, I want a new word for it it's like an uncanny valley but not for like the eyes not like a person but like for the the sets where nothing looks real yes right yes 
like every sky, like everything looks like HDR'd, essentially, like the high dynamic range. It looks like it's like everything's like pops with color, but like not realistically. Nothing looks real. The signs, like all the stuff, and the, there's just something about it that we're not quite nailing. And it just feels like everybody's just like fine with that. Like, especially in these movies that are meant to be like period pieces, and they're so bright and vibrant, but it looks like totally CG the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. you can clearly tell. And uh, so that really throws me off. That said, I am not really that excited about this. I'm not going to go see it in the theaters. Um, but the trailers have been better than I expected. I really expected it to be a, a real Tim Burton fest that would really throw me off and like turn me mm-hmm. off basically to it. But it hasn't been so bad to me. It's just not that great either. So yeah. I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of not. Um, I'm not that excited about it, but I'm not that turned off by it either. Okay. So. Um, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I went into this trailer with a mindset of on principle, I will not watch this fucking movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> where, so I, I believe we, we've talked, talked about, like you said, Tim Burton before. Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> not as a person. Yeah. Let me, let me clarify because I know he's listening, Tim. Oh yeah. I didn't mean it. Uh, I feel like he is the the go-to quirky weird guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd be a, a guy at a party that would he'd be like look how weird I am. Guys, I'm t- I guess I'm just a little bit quirky. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Like yeah. do you see my shoes? I don't just a little, little bit weird, I guess. I don't know. I, I just know. bought these clown shoes and I wear them around. I don't know. It's just how I am. I don't know, you know. My wife is weird too. I don't but her in a movie, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I was expecting to see a lot more washed out blues and grays uh, mm-hmm. that we got in this movie as a nice yeah. uh, golden palette. And uh, but yeah, I, I will agree with you that it wasn't nearly as Tim Burtony as yeah. I expected. Um, but it was like yes, the, the, the CGI backgrounds, holy yeah. shit, dude! They're so obvious, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. in Justice League. Every background, yes, yes, it's that. Same everything was look. a set or or a background, yeah, uh, or a CGI background, I should say. It, man, it, it drives me nuts. I don't know yeah. why. Just put up a tent in a field. Yeah, Disney I know. has money. You can do it. <laughs> well, and I know that there's like a big fight. We've weighed in on this, you know, between practical effects and CGI and stuff. And like, really good CGI is really good CGI. I'm down with it if it looks good and you know, whatever. Like that's great. Uh, it's just like they're settling. Like obviously there's. A shit ton of movie behind this or my yeah. movie. There's a shit ton of money behind this movie, right? Like mm-hmm. they have the ability, they have the studios to do this. Like this is the same company that produces Star Wars and <laughs> and Marvel movies, you know, like yeah. that are that are like phenomenal special effects. Like they have the ability. So I don't know why they settle on that. I don't know why Justice League settled on that with all their money. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. And then on the weirds front, it's like on this practical versus CGI. It's like on the other hand, you have like the Christopher Nolans of the world who spent like $70,000 planting like an entire cornfield for Interstellar. Like you have like, it's like literally just go put up a tent. That's like, you're a circus. Just go put up a circus. Like that is so cheap, right? Like that has to be so cheap. Mm -hmm. You get a fucking field, put it up, film around it, done. Like why, (laughs) why did you have to film this in a studio? Like I just don't like the shift so much. Um, Even like, Lord of the Rings versus the Hobbit movies, you know, like the Hobbit movies to me, like anything that I've seen from them, I've seen the first one and then clips and stuff outside of that. It just looks so fake. All the stuff looks Mm -hmm. so fake. So I just don't know like where this shift is coming from and why. Yeah. Very upsetting stuff. 
I also didn't like that they put Dumbo in the uh, the clown makeup, which I know happens in the Sad. the cartoon, but it's just like it's too real, you know. Yeah. Whenever so we watched that last night with Amanda's friends, and uh, when he came on screen and he was in the clown makeup and he trips over his own ear, yeah. all the girls were like, "Oh!" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it hurts. Like it hurts your heart when you see him. He's so sad looking." Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I, I watched this movie as a kid a whole lot, but I don't remember it as much uh, anymore. Mm-hmm. It's been a long, long time since I've seen it. So um, some of the parts seem familiar, but not all of them. I really couldn't tell you. Like you said, it was like a almost like a beat for beat remake, it seems. I what really don't that? remember all of that. Um, so I, I'm kind of curious for that front. I don't even know. Or I guess I'm curious, but also like I was thinking about last night and not only am I not excited about going to see this movie, I was also like, well, Dumbo was never really my favorite movie Mm-hmm. of the, the Disney movie so it didn't even really make me want to go watch that again which is kind of yeah. intriguing you know that sometimes at least these are like oh I want to go back and watch Beauty and the Beast or whatever now you know mm-hmm. I want to go watch this thing but um, this one's not really grabbing me there either so I do like that they're including the pink elephants mm. in this do you remember do you remember that scene not really no Are you? okay so there's a scene in the movie where Dumbo a baby elephant gets drunk (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) and uh, sees pink elephant so i'm curious as to how they're going to handle that Uh i'm not curious enough to actually go watch the movie yeah there you go you just want to know about it that's fine you'll find that on the line maybe maybe he uh, takes molly and then uh, okay starts tripping yeah you don't want to you don't want to show show an elephant drunk you know (laughs) so you you basically are we could make a new one. They should have done is they, they should have not have done a shot for shot remake. They should have modernized all of this. He should have been in like Queens. Uh, he yes. could have stumbled upon uh-huh. Spider Man, maybe because you know oh, again yeah. franchises. Yeah. Um, taking Molly, passing out in the street. They like there's a lot a lot of you could have done with it, and uh, they went the they went the safe route maybe. Yeah. So you know what? They made a choice. Yep. We'll see what the box office says. Smash cut to the box office. <laughs> Sixteen billion dollars. Oh fuck! All right, I take it back. There was something the other day, uh, something that came out the other day that I, I, that looked horrible and has horrible reviews, but people just go see it, you know. And I, I fucking hate that. It's like <laughs> Venom. Venom, yeah, Venom yeah. got like so much money. I know. Uh, yeah, it finally opened up in in Asia. Yeah. And it, hey, you know what? It surpassed Justice League. <laughs> that that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Such a weird world. Um, uh, yeah. I know. Yeah, it makes me upset. But um, yeah, I mean the Dumbo trailer. It's out there. Whatever. I. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like like I said, I haven't seen a ton of these. I, I like the Beauty and the Beast remake. I heard the Jungle Book is good. I I. Aladdin is coming out, but it's um, mm-hmm. by fucking Guy Ritchie, and I'm like, that's such a weird choice for me, and I don't like a lot of his aesthetic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, especially like in a, like retrospect, going back and watching like Sherlock Holmes or whatever, or I don't know what the movie was, but um, after watching the TV show Sherlock for the BBC, like I going back and watching Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes now, I'm just like, I can't really get past the the slow motion <laughs> aesthetic and everything. So I'm like, yeah. all right, Aladdin was very, one of my very favorite ones growing up. But like oh, I'm not yeah. as excited about this movie now because of him, so mm-hmm. we'll see uh, as it comes out. But I'm I'm afraid that it's gonna come out. It's gonna have like a bunch of CGI backgrounds and like all this bullshit. You yeah. know, I think that the Lion King and like John Favreau back in that role, uh, directing something big like he did with the Jungle Book. I mean, that one looks like it'll be really good. And I've heard special, you know, the special effects are like phenomenal in that. So that'd yeah. be cool. But it's kind of like hit or miss with some of the directors. I, I they're inspired choices maybe, but like 
they're people that I don't really like the aesthetics of, like like Tim Burton. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That kind of hurts hurts the the idea of it for me, I guess. So yeah, Aladdin and The Lion King were my two favorites growing up. Yeah, and uh, so I'm, I'm hoping hoping both are good. But yeah, I know Will Smith is is the genie. And oh yeah, I don't know what the genie's supposed to look like because I want uh-huh. him to look kind of inflated and yeah, like like the cartoon. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll, I think we'll he's see a how good, that goes. I think he's a good choice for the genie, though. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I thought, that was, I thought yeah. that was a good one. Uh, yeah, they have a lot of good uh, choices for actors and stuff. Uh, I mean, and Dumbo, though, again, I was like, whatever. Like, Colin Farrell, I was like... Eh. And Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Michael Keaton. Uh, Danny DeVito, I was like, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever, you know. Um, so, yeah. That's how much we care about that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for uh, Pop Culture Talk. So should we move on to our next segment? Yeah. All right, so let's move on to our next topic of discussion. And like we mentioned at the top of the show, this week is Thanksgiving. And last year, around this time, we did an episode talking about pop culture that we're thankful for. But you know what? This episode isn't coming out on Thanksgiving Day. So instead of stuff we're thankful for, we're going to change it up. We're going (laughs) to... (laughs) <laughs> Talk about stuff that uh, maybe pisses us off. Not necessarily in pop culture, but uh, just in general. Mm-hmm. This is a returning segment called Let's, Let's Bitch About Stuff. Hashtag no thanks edition. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we're doing like an unthankful list or something. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I like that. Okay. <laughs> so, Stephen, do you want to read off the, mm-hmm. the topics on the wheel today? Yeah, absolutely. So first topic is fire ants. Second is parades. Car repairs. And crayons. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting list. I wonder who chose what. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll go ahead and spin the wheel. Hell yeah. Dick, 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 dick. I just said dick a whole bunch of times. Uh, it landed on crayons. Crayons. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's me. Oh. All right. So this is one that's been on the wheel before mm-hmm. and uh, never got picked until now. Whoa. Here's my problem with crayons. I don't, I don't have problems with crayons themselves. Okay. I think they're great. Whether you're young or old, crayons are for everyone. Crayons. Okay. Get some. But if you do, <laughs> pronounce it as crayons. Mm. It's two syllables. Two syllables. I hear people, adults, yep. pronounce the word crayon as crowns. It's not crowns. Oh. Crowns go on your head. <laughs> if, you're a, if you're royalty or the notorious B.I.G., mm. that's it. Those are the only options. That that is a crown. Crayons, two syllable, two syllables, <laughs> plural. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it fucking drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And here here's the main thing with that is I've confronted people, and I, there's okay. I know we're gonna keep it short, but <laughs> let me get through this. Short. Yeah. There's certain things I won't tolerate in people. Oh god. First of all, bigotry. Second of all, sexism. Third of all, racism. That all kind of falls under bigotry, so, eh, bigotry Bigotry. one. (laughs) Revised. (laughs) With subheadings. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Second of all is mispronouncing the word crayon, and I will correct anyone who does it. If the Queen of England were here and she said, can I borrow some of your crowns? I said, ma'am, if you want some crowns, look on your head. Okay? Uh... I've, I've confronted coworkers about this mm-hmm. and 
They're like, well, I've always called it crowns. You're a fucking adult. Take in new information, <laughs> process it in your brain, and correct yourself. Because at a certain point, you were a child, you never had to fucking file taxes. But mm. guess what? You turned into an adult, you got your own shit, you had to fucking file taxes. That's a good God argument. damn it. It pisses me off. It's crayon. Crayon. I've heard somebody uh, pronounce it as crayon. All right, whatever. Mm, it's it's no. regional, maybe. It's yeah. fine. I'll, I'll, let that, I'll let that slide. As long as it's two syllables and not the word crown. Ugh. So I say crown. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Stephen. But you haven't pronounced it as crown this entire time. Before right, the so, show started. So... <laughs> Uh, as we were setting this up before the show, if you recall, you said uh, crayons, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, like Crayola, crayons, and you were like, uh-huh. yeah, and I was like, all right, I wanted to make sure because it's in my head, I I almost can barely distinguish between the two, between crayon and crown. All right, so that's what? number one. Number oh. two, right? So imagine okay. like it's like how I hear it, right? Like okay. I literally can't really hear the difference unless someone like really like accentuates the two syllables or something. Mm-hmm. To me, though, like it's it's the thing. I grew up, and I but I will to my credit, I would say that yes, as an adult, I have tried to adjust myself. If I were just to call it in my own head, or if I were just like to your say crotch, it, <laughs> I adjust my crotch. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I would probably say like a, a, a crown. That's how it, it's kind of a crown, a crown. Because, but I've tried to adjust it as an adult, and I will, in general public use, I will try to accentuate the the Y and the double syllable to make it like crayon. But mm-hmm. it, that is such a weird word to me as well. It's partly like my hearing, but partly the, that's just such a weird word, like crayon. It's just like a weird, it doesn't match anything else in English that like my brain can attach to and be like, oh, this is a normal mm-hmm. usage of like a Y-O sound or whatever. Like just the, the, the structure of it looks strange to me and sounds weird in my mm-hmm. mouth after all this time. So, uh, I just avoid most uh, opportunities that I would mention it. That way, I just don't offend anybody. <laughs> you just uh, call Crayola. That's the thing. That's why I mentioned Crayola because like Crayola is a is a brand name, right? I can say that, yeah. and it makes sense to me because it's like I cat my brain categorized it as one off thing, but for mm-hmm. some reason, it's like similar, like a Crayola crayon. It's like I almost like <laughs> have to like drag it out so much it becomes comical. Crayon, like, and then I just get all messed up. So. Yeah. Um, Basically, I was just saying I'm sorry for being part of the bad things in the world for you, Brent. But you know what? You've you've shined some light on the okay. the hearing issue, maybe being uh, um, part of the problem with these people. But again, sure. I have corrected people, and they have not taken in that information yeah. to process it. They They're don't just care. like I I will process no new information from here on out <laughs> to own the right. lips, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it all comes down to. Yeah, that's how it starts. So it all boils down yeah. to. All right. So, uh, so yeah, I get you. I, I understand. It's just uh, it's how it's you know brought what? up. I'll, I'll give you a pass <laughs> okay. because we're friends. Because we're friends. Uh, I, w- I, I will give it. you a pass, and uh, and I do appreciate your uh, your shame and willing to yeah, uh, maybe sure. convert to a different word. <laughs> Absolutely. I just uh, I just don't use them, and I just use mm-hmm. colored pencils uh, oh, because okay. I just avoid the whole you, you just the avoid whole situation altogether. <laughs> It seemed like the only valid option. You're there with the coloring book with a with a crayon, and somebody's like, "Hey, what do you have there?" And you just snap it in your hand. I pull out a pencil for my bag. Fine. You just take it, throw it on the ground. You're like, "I don't know." 
Oh, God. All right. Ooh. All right, so next on the LTAS, Wheel of Bitching. Yes. This is the problem with the wheel. It landed on crayons again. Oh. Did I say it okay? Crayon? crayon? I was trying. Yeah, yeah, you did it. Car repairs. Oh, okay. This is one of mine. This is one of those situations where it rains, it pours. What's wrong with cars? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they suck? I was expecting a stand-up routine. I know. What's the deal You with guys cars? know cars, right? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like, I, I, got, I have two different recalls on my car. I have a, a Takata airbag recall, which is a big one that affected like 55 million cars or some shit around the world, 12 different major car companies. There are huge settlements going on. I was put into a rental car while they were waiting on the part for it. Um, they said it could be a month or two. They have no ETA. Um, they're literally just going to pay for rental. But then I started school uh, recently, last week, and they called me my, my first day of school. And we're like, your, your, your part's in. And I was like, cool, I expected like two months from now. Uh, and mm-hmm. they're like, well, it's already here. So take off school, bring in that rental, bring in the car in, all, all this bullshit. I'm like, cool. At the same time, my brakes started failing on that car uh, to where they, they, they mess up and it'll finally stop. But it's like I step on the brake and it goes like twice as, as far to the floor as it should. It's very scary. Uh, so I got that issue going on. And then Amanda's car decides to stop blowing cold air and blow like the hottest air could possibly blow in <laughs> to her car at all times. And it's just like, man, why can't we just catch a break? Like, why does everything fall apart? Uh, in Houston, you know, traffic times are very long. Uh, Amanda's commute is like an hour. My commute is like an hour to get to school now. Um, theoretically, that sounds like a lot of, of time, but that's like back and forth. That's two hours out of 24 every day, only five days a week. The amount of time we actually drive in our cars is so fucking small. And the amount of money we put into cars is so fucking much. I really, really am ready for autonomous cars. I don't want to own a car anymore. I want to share cars. I just want to get where I need to go at any given time with as much convenience as possible. Mm -hmm. But I don't really want one all the time. It doesn't serve me much purpose anymore, I've realized. Uh, If I needed one for a certain longer period of time or to like transport something – have the infrastructure that you could rent trucks and stuff like they already do. That sounds great. But I am like fully on board with public transportation. Amanda the other day was like, fuck this. The next city I move into, I don't have to own a car anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I got to figure some places out. So no kidding. Right. But, uh, but yeah, it's just one of those things. I just don't understand why, why they fail so often and, uh, so expensive for the amount of pleasure that I could get from a car or the amount of convenience. It, it does not mm-hmm. seem worth it anymore. And I'm not sure that it ever did to me, honestly. So yeah, there you go. Not, not a major gearhead. Ah, uh, no, no. They uh, they serve a purpose, and that purpose is kind of fucked up right now, and it messes right. my life up a lot. <laughs> so if they can be better about that and and whatever, that'd be great. So I mean, you you live in Texas, you might as well just get a horse. I suppose so. Uh, <laughs> there is a thing in Houston at the start of the rodeo where they do have horses in the street, and they like it's like all. <laughs> It's like a really long journey through Houston, and it's just like a, a train of horses that go through the city to get to the rodeo. And the first time I pulled onto a street and saw that thing, I was like, I guess I live in Houston. I guess I live in Texas. <laughs> this is natural. And then people were like, oh, that's for this specific thing. But I'm like, that's still fucking weird. It's like a major city, and they're just horses riding around on the streets. It's very weird. So uh, yeah. they do – that is actually a thing. That is not, uh, that is not fake. Fake news. Well. <laughs> Welcome to Texas. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you're going to spin the wheel again? 
Sure, sure. Spin it. Dick, 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 dick. Now, before you reveal the uh, the answer there, sure. um, I do want to congratulate you on going back to school. Oh, uh, I wasn't you. sure if you wanted to mention it on the, the podcast or not, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, good for you for, for going back and continuing your, your education. Yeah. Um, on your school supply list, did it list crayons and did you start <laughs> crying? <laughs> I said, no, no, I'm not buying them. Uh. <laughs> As you were sitting in class and they were, they were taking a roll, you know? They were like, and uh, they would go through your school supplies, and they were like, Stephen, where are your crayons? And you're just like, nope. And you nope. just like, back to all your shit and get the left. <laughs> I'm a French major now. They learned all about this oh, toast. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I, I, I had start, I started school on Monday. I am going back for um, my computer programming. I'm going for a coding uh, boot camp right now, and it's really intense but very fun. And, uh, yeah, so I'll be doing that a lot more. We're going to try to keep the podcast a little bit shorter so it's a little bit easier uh, with my time and everything. But, uh, but yeah, it's been pretty good so far. And uh, no crayons involved. Okay. And uh, no dicks involved. A lot of good people up there. So that's oh. always good. You never nice. know. Never know. So <laughs> When you're there, do you <laughs> constantly scream out, hack the world? I do. Uh, that's Britain, my new inside joke. Uh, apparently I hacked the world with everything. Uh, <laughs> it's very exciting. Uh, I did watch, uh, I was going to tell you the other day, I did watch this video. I need to finish it of, uh, like a real life computer programmer, um, looking at all these different movies, uh, hacking and stuff like the matrix and whatever, and like seeing how accurate they are. And he did the movie hackers, which is so awful. <laughs> like it's so bad. Uh, and it was really funny. Like he was mentioning stuff on there that was just like absurd. I, there's something they got to. He, oh, it was like a CSI, one of the CSIs, um, and it was like all these different pop-ups were popping up, and he was like, oh, I can't, please, I just, too many pop-ups, I can't even talk about this one. Can you just turn it <laughs> off? There's too many, this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. I'm learning a lot about the world and the internet and stuff, so. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. it's different, different than I expected, and uh, yeah, hack the world, yo. All right. Um, so, what do we have next on the wheel? Parades. Ooh, that is back to me. Mm. So, parades, uh... Are stupid. I don't know why we still have them. Why they're they're so popular uh, around this time of the year. They're just like all over the fucking place. We have the Macy's Thanksgiving yeah. Day Parade coming up later this week. Who cares? Mm. I mean, I I guess I like seeing the floats, but I've seen pictures online of what those floats look like. Like there's a new Dragon Ball Z Goku float mm. this year. Cool. I'm glad people will get to see it. I guess, but I saw a picture online. It's all I need to see. I can imagine what it's going to yeah. look like flying through buildings. Yeah. So, uh, also. Why are adults so into it? I could see if maybe you want to take a kid there, but there uh-huh. are people who are just like, oh, yeah, we got to go to this parade. It's going to be fucking cold. We're going to sit out there and watch some people walk by us, maybe get pelted with some candy, but probably not. Probably just let the, the kids uh-huh. have that. But I don't I don't understand. I don't mm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, so I was intrigued when you put this on the list because – it's one of the things I haven't thought about in a long time. I haven't been to a parade in so long. Oh, you gotta um, go. It's great. <laughs> Brent recommended for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, as you were getting through there, I was like, yeah, I, I, at first my, my initial thing was like, oh, I like parades. I, I grew up going to parades. Like my, my siblings, you know, were like my brother Danny was in band. So it's like, we get to always see Danny. And then in Broken Arrow, uh, where I grew up, we would, uh, there's a, a place called Tasty Treat. That was, uh, like an ice cream and burger shop, like a, from the sixties really cool. It was down the street from the parade, so it's like we'd always go to that and then go to that place, and it was, like, really fun. So I, I have, like, good memories of it, but when I think back on it and, like, thinking about what you said, it's, like, it's all nostalgia. Like, 
I never even really grew up on the big like TV parades. Like we didn't watch the Macy's Day parade like, in my house that I remember. Um, even now, like my my father in law will put it on, you know, like on Thanksgiving morning. Mm-hmm. But we kind of like mute it or we turn it really low. Like it's just kind of in the background. I never yeah. really watch it. I don't. I don't. I don't like the like the fake commentators and stuff. Like all the the bullshit. Right. Like it's so like yeah. fluffy popcorn stupidness. You know, I just don't care for it. So. Now that you're mentioning it, I'm like, yeah, I haven't cared about parades since I was a kid. So it's, it's just I'm a thing you. that people put on, like you said, yeah. in the background, it, probably on mute. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why they have commenters. You yeah. can just put a Chiron on the screen that says this parade is, you know, whoever. This is mm-hmm. Spider-Man. This is Woody Woodpecker. This is this yep. Garfield, whatever. Okay, we get it. And yeah. then like whenever the commenters or commentators are on there, they're usually like, oh, and here's so-and-so singing their song. They're like talking over the, the person actually like performing <laughs> most of the time. So it's like, yeah. what, what's you, you've, you've talked over the thing. Like when you're yeah. in radio, you're not supposed to talk over whoever is singing. It, it's, it's, that's the general idea of broadcasting. <laughs> right? so, the first they, rule. they have no compunction yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, man. I don't know. And they also like, it always seems so cheesy. Like uh, it's mm. always like, if not lip syncing, it's like, essentially you know it's like a backup track and like nothing really seems like that real or that great i don't know i i try to think of like i was trying to think like last year the the astros won the world series and there was like a huge parade in downtown houston um that i just avoided like the plague because downtown houston or you know anywhere in houston like with a lot of people you kind of avoid because there's so much traffic and stuff and it looked really cool but and i'm i think that kind of event like something big like that makes sense or whatever but uh there are a lot of them out there and they're just kind of like every year yeah i'm with mm-hmm. you you know, I, I, uh, I haven't cared about them in a long time now that I think about it. (laughs) So yeah, for sure. A tradition that continues to this very day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to spin the wheel one more time, but we all know what it's going to land on and that's fire ants. And let me tell you guys, I am itchy as fuck during this podcast right now. I've been scratching my legs this whole goddamn time. I mowed my lawn last night. You know, it's, it's mid February, late February. I know. Or not last night. Uh, yesterday, but, uh, are you, did you say February? February. Did I? When? I, th- I think you did just now. You said it's late February late. instead of November. That'd be really weird if I did. That's so weird. I have to listen back on that now. It's late November, it's folks. Weird, weird that you said it or that I heard it. I know, that. but like now I'm like, I probably did say it. Who knows? Um, but it's late November. Yeah. Regardless. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's been like raining and been cold and stuff here. I haven't had a chance to do like that, like that final mow of the season. I've had like a bunch of weeds pop up. Um, so I needed to get out there and, and because of that, as we talked about on the podcast before on another, uh, I think let, let's bitch about stuff, potentially, uh, edging, uh, of the mm-hmm. sidewalks is like the fucking worst. Yeah, and so. it's even worse whenever you haven't mowed since, uh, like October, you know, like it's been like mm-hmm. a month, month and a half or whatever. So like it built up a whole lot and we had those like creeping vine grass things, right. Yes. Yeah. That went over everywhere. So it took me like twice as long to do it all than it normally does. Um, so it was really long. And then we have tons and tons of fire ants all over our yard. And I kept, uh, essentially, you know, when you, you turn the weed eater on its side so that it's like up and down and it can get through those cracks on the edge of the sidewalk. Well, that mm-hmm. basically it's a giant fan. And so if I hit <laughs> a fire ant pile, it just fans them onto my legs. So I, I haven't really seen any do that. I always check my legs after. I'll stop weed eating. I'll like look at my legs and make sure there's nothing crawling around in my shoes and my feet. And then I'll like brush my legs off of some of the dirt to make sure there's like no ants on there. But it's happened before. It fucking happened yesterday again. I've oh, got wow. four bites, two on each leg. 
they are so itchy uh, and so annoying, and I hate fire ants with a passion. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm just uh, very uncomfortable and very upset right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you at all. Yeah, they're uh, they're motherfuckers, oh um, and they're God. so so massive, and they will not die. There's nothing you can do to kill a fire ant. F- yep. Fact. Fact. <laughs> no Anytime. one has killed a fire ant since 1964. I believe Look it up. I believe you because I have a really strong fire ant killer. You pour this like powder on their mounds, and that'll that'll kill that mound. And like two days later, there's just a huge mound next to it, or like five feet from it. They just move nearby. You don't kill them. You just make <laughs> them move. You just evict them. And they're like, fuck it. We'll build a better palace over here. And then I have like more and more of them and they just migrate throughout my yard. So mm-hmm. yeah, they yeah. are the worst. Uh, I need, next year I need to hire someone I think to come out and like actually like eradicate them mm-hmm. because they are everywhere and I can't get rid of them. And uh, as I, I've mentioned before, at least personally, uh, I, it's like I can't even go out on the grass in Houston. I don't, I, like, I don't even like go sit on the grass ever. I barely walk in the grass because you never know when there might be one and they're so fast uh, that they get you and it's like just awful. They're just awful. Yeah. Yeah. And I try to like give, you know, like spiders uh, sometimes can freak me out, sometimes not. But it's like, yeah, they do good in the world. But what does a fire ant do in the world? I don't know. What's their predator that they're helping me with, you know? I just want to get yeah, rid of them. That's a good point, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know that I've, they're doing any good. They're doing a lot of bad. They're, they're kind of like wasps. Yeah. They're like grass, a, grass wasps. Oh, it's grass hard wasps. to say for me right now. It's <laughs> hard for anybody. Grass yeah. wasps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard. But, uh, but, yeah, they fucking suck. And, um uh, they're crawling up the rest of the United States as global warming happens. So good luck, everybody else. I, I hear they have a float in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> That'd be terrifying, like a giant ant. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's made alive. out of a bunch of smaller ants. Oh my god, it's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna watch Ant Man now. <laughs> <laughs> How do I control them? That actually sounds like Ant Man three. That could be <laughs> like the, it could end at the Macy's Day Parade at a giant ant thing. Like there could be something there. There's yeah. a there's a there's a, a big set piece there. I think we can make, mm-hmm. yeah, um, a gross one, but but there to make regardless. So yeah, so that's uh, that's all I got to bitch about. But uh, man, thanks for letting me get that out. I'm very unthankful. Oh, again, <laughs> hashtag, no thanks. <laughs> all right, well let's let's wrap it up here. So yeah. if you have a show suggestion, question, comment, dog picture, pop culture combat contender, or something specific that you want to discuss, be sure to contact us. And hey, if there's something you want to bitch about. Let us know as well. Yeah, It'll be interesting please. to see what other people's pet peeves and whatnot mm-hmm. are. Um, so be sure to email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. You can follow Steven on Letterboxd and Twitter at Steven Fisher 22. Also find out what school he's going to hang out with him there. You know, <laughs> yeah, come hang out. his crayons for him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. You can also, uh, new, you can um, mail us a letter if you'd like. You can mail mm-hmm. it. You can write it in marker. You could write it in pen. Um, what else? Uh, what other pencil, utensils? colored pencils. Mm-hmm. There's a, a waxier type of... Uh, you could use crayons. You could, you, you could send us anything. <laughs> so any of those options. If I just whisper it, then nobody mm-hmm. really knows. If I murmur it, if I, you know, crayons, crayons, crayons. People are like, wait, no, did he... Steven, no. Steven, no. That doesn't work? No. You're, the you're, the crayon people of the world know what I'm doing? You're sliding up into crown territory. Can't, uh... That sounds good, whatever you just said. Crown? Sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one he likes. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can't actually mail us. We're not getting out. We're not going to buy a P.O. box, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to give them my address. So um, I'm sure hackers can find that 
hack the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anything else for you today, Brent? I think we're good. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Let's talk later. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yes. We should actually say happy Thanksgiving after all that. I'm thankful. Not thank yous. Hi, heroes. This is Stan Lee coming at you. Want you to know, Marvel has always been and always will be a reflection of the world right outside our window. That world may change and evolve, but the one thing that will never change is the way we tell our stories of heroism. Those stories have room for everyone, regardless of their race, gender, religion, or color of their skin. The only things we don't have room for are hatred, intolerance, and bigotry. That man next to you, he's your brother. That woman over there, she's your sister. And that kid walking by, hey, who knows? He may have the proportionate strength of a spider. We're all part of one big family, the human family, and we all come together in the body of Marvel. And you, you're part of that family. You're part of the Marvel universe that moves ever upward and onward to greater glory. In other words, Excelsior.